Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for headlines. Also, during this hour of the Expressway, starting with Mike McCarthy, we are going to be commercial-free until 8 o'clock. So, final Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. Coach McCarthy at 715 Cowboys Commanders Sunday, 12 o'clock pregame right here on your home of America's team. It's 105.3 The Fan. The Cowboys right now are a seven-point favorite. We're going to talk to Coach about Sam Howell. Bobby, who else do we need to know on the enemy side? I mean, the biggest concern for the Cowboys going into this one is going to be just their skill players and the way that they'll be able to, in all likelihood, put some pressure on the Cowboys secondary. Now, Trayvon Diggs has done a good job against Terry McLaurin uh, pretty consistently over these first few Shut years. Down. Absolutely. Um, the last three games, especially he's, he's pretty much locked McLaurin down, but McLaurin's a very good player. Uh, Curtis Samuel is a guy who's, who's really been a good weapon for them as a pass catcher. They line him up in the backfield. Sometimes um, they, they've got a, a good tight end there in Logan Thomas, but the backs, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, uh, they've got a lot of really good weapons there that can stress a defense. Um, they've they've really just missed the quarterback and and some of the consistency on defense. But those are the guys that are are really to be highlighted. And Brian Robinson Jr. Well, he's been really good for them. He's banged up. He's looked hurt the last couple weeks, and uh, there's no telling how effective he might be able to be. All right, what else is at stake? Cowboys seeding around the NFL, the games to pay the most attention to. Eagles still trying to play it coy, very coy with Jalen Hurts, even though A.J. Brown said it's good to have him back. He said, I can't say that he's definitely back. That's that's above my head. They're keeping him limited, you know, or uncertain mm-hmm. of practice. What all is at stake this weekend? Uh, I mean, the big one, obviously, you've got uh, the Seahawks. They have a, a big game against the Rams. If they win that one, that kind of nullifies the Lions' interest on Sunday night football. Yeah, because their, the their Lions, only interest would be to keep Green Bay out, but like, do they even care about that? Right. So in, in order for the Lions-Packers game to be a true like winner-take-all, the Rams would need to beat the Seahawks uh, in the afternoon. But oh, man. Cowboys obviously are going to be rooting for the Giants to beat the Eagles, uh, which looks like Dable has backed off of the whole, like, we're going all out. and, and Oh, and, he did? Yeah, they're, they're, oh. Pat Leonard from uh, one of the Giants beat reporters yesterday had said, that judging by practice, it looks like this is a rest week. So we're and going. So, to, we're going to Tampa. In all likelihood, we're going to Tampa. We're going to Tampa. If the Giants can can step up, win that one, then you'll be cheering for the Cardinals to beat the 49ers so that you can get the number one seed. Uh, but those are the are the big ones: Ravens, Bengals, uh, Patriots, Bills, Rams, Seahawks, Lions, Packers. Those are some of the ones outside of the Dallas interest. Great update medically for Bills safety Demar Hamlin, beginning to awaken showing signs of substantial improvement. His doctors held a press conference yesterday, said neurological condition appears to be intact. He is awake and somebody is home. He's not able to speak yet, but he asked doctors through uh, writing, did we win? Did we win the game? 
And they were communicating back and forth like that. So yesterday seemed like a humongous yeah. hump that they got over. Yeah, it, it, it is. That's that's great to hear. And, and you know the phrase like you know the lights on, but but nobody's home. Like that. My, that's that's my father, right? The the you know he's he's yep. in a, he's in a nursing home. There, there's there's nobody home in there. Um, and and, and good to hear with Demar Hamlin, um, that that somebody is, and and that he he understands what's going on. He can communicate somehow. You know, maybe not with speech, but but being able to write things down. Josh Allen, to me, had the look during that game that I'll never forget when his hands were up on his face, like, oh, my God, this is happening. Here's the Bills quarterback talking about what this has been like dealing with DeMar. You lose sleep. You hurt for your brother. A lot of shared grief, but to the question before, getting updates and positive updates eases so much of that, that pain and that tension that you feel. Chop. The NFL made a decision. They're not playing Bills Bengals. That's not happening. So where do we go with the scenarios? Well, okay. There's a couple of options. There's three options on this one. Um, now they're gonna vote on this today. They need 24 votes. Okay. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie, then a Buffalo KC title game would be at a neutral site. We don't know where that's going to be. Number two, if the Bills and Chiefs both lose and Baltimore wins or ties with the Bengals, then a Buffalo-Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati beats Baltimore, then a Bills or Bengals versus Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. So those are your those are your scenarios. Um, that is... What they're going to do. They don't know where that neutral site's going to be. Like I said, it could be Indianapolis, could be Minnesota, New Orleans. Nobody knows. The Chiefs are at the Raiders tomorrow. The Bills host the Patriots at noon on Sunday. Ravens at Bengals, no Lamar, also on Sunday. Right. Now, Ravens at Bengals. It feels like all the AFC is going to play out early Sunday, and then the NFC plays out later Sunday. Uh, Yeah. Which is just the way the league wants it. They want. Both different time designations yes. to have races going Although on. Although I hate that they could have a a dud of a Sunday night game. I am so rooting for Seattle to lose. Because first of all, I'm bored with Seattle. But I want that game to be like a playoff game on Sunday night. But we don't want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, do we? Well, they're not going to beat Detroit. Detroit's red hot, man. Red hot. Oh, Detroit's going into Lambeau and winning. They're going into Lambeau. Woo! Green Bay favored by four and a half. So, since, uh, since week... Nine, Jared Goff has the highest EPA per drop back in the NFL. He's got like a 90 QBR on play action. Like, it's crazy. Like, he's having a great year. Um, now, Ravens, Bengals, real quick. They will do a coin flip to see who hosts a Ravens, Bengals potential wild card game if the Ravens beat the Bengals on Sunday and the two teams are scheduled to play each other in the wild card round. Wow. The Ravens technically cannot win the North. Cincinnati has already clinched the North. But if the Ravens beat the Bengals, they would be a half game back. And Cincinnati would not have had that 17th game. And the NFL is saying, that's all potential loss. And had you lost that game, Baltimore would be the champs. So they're going to do a coin flip, which is very district, uh, I don't know, 8-5-A uh, in, you know, in Texas. Like, it's very, very... Very odd, but that's that's something they used to do. The NFL loves their coins. They love their coin flips. They love their change. Every time I get excited about a Mavs litmus test this year, I get completely let down. A victory on the road trip. Final score here at the American Airlines Center. Celtics 124, Mavericks 95. Celtics Radio with the call. This is a beatdown from start to finish. Yep. Period. Nationally televised. Mavs winning streak. Boston struggling a little bit. They came out with a statement. Jason Tatum with a triple-double. They smacked the Mavs yeah, around. Yeah, they did smack him around. Uh, this was uh, this is like, a, okay, we, we recognize that we are not uh, on that level. That, that's what this was. You know, you could beat Houston a couple of times in San Antonio and Minnesota. Uh, but, you know, this, is, this is different. This is a really good team, and they put the Mavs in their place. All right, the G-Bag Nation today going to have a TCU pep rally. They're taking the show on the road. Rally House in Fort Worth. They're giving away 30 gift cards throughout the show. And Gavin Dawson with the Brian Broaddus bet payoff. He's shaving the top, 
keeping the sides and dying them like double B. That's happening today. Rally House in Fort Worth with the G Bag Nation. Mike McCarthy rejoins. Right. All right. When we introduce Mike, why don't we get him on? Play that. And then he'll, the CV catches it. Okay. And we'll say, you're a whale. Let's do it. You're a whale of a guest. Mike McCarthy on Sean and RJ. Next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. It's Sean and RJ along with Bobby Belt here on DFW Sports Station. We've missed this guy. He was not here last week. It is time for Mike McCarthy, brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. And Coach is joining us now. Good good morning, Coach. How are you? Uh, Good morning there, Sentimental Sean. I miss you, too. Oh, I love that. Coming in soft. Can't wait to can't wait to hear what's coming next. Now look, we haven't grilled you. I don't think for a long time. I think twelve win seasons. Uh, not much to not much to complain about. Not much to complain about, man. So there's there's been no there's been no discomfort between us this year. I don't think. Yeah. So far, yeah, I think it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so far, <laughs> look at that. Just like coach looking at all the angles. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, no, I'm, no, I'm feeling I'm feeling great about the future. So it, it's, uh, I it's, think uh, I think we'll be able to keep this pace. It's great to have you back on, Coach. What has this past week been like for for, for you and the guys, given the, uh, the the Demar Hamlin situation? Yeah, I mean, I, definitely. I think it's uh, you know we're, you know you're talking about tra- you know, tragedy, and uh, so obviously uh, it, it definitely leaves a leaves a mark. And uh, but I I'm proud of our our players and, and our staff and how how we responded just from you know from our perspective, uh, but now, you know I think I think uh, the one thing that to be noted is I mean what a blessing and, and you, you think about the power of prayer and just to just to hear the good news um, coming out of Cincinnati uh, of the Mars situation I know it was a it was an up, it was a bit of uplifting for yeah. for us as a football team yesterday because you know I mean everybody's you know, totally engaged with, uh, with his progress. Uh, you know, you, there's some personal relationships on our team, uh, with DeMar. And so, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's awesome to see him making progress and I clearly understand he has, he has a ways to go, but, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's been an experience and, uh, but I, I, I really like the way our, our players have opened up the conversation and, in in our dealing with it. I mean, you know, it's not natural for grown men to, to talk about, you know, these types of things. And, yeah. um, and I, I think it's been an experience that our, that our football team has handled as well as it could be. Were you watching this live Monday night? No, actually I was not. Uh, I didn't see it live. Um, and I, I actually received a phone call about it. And then, um, and then, you know, just like everybody just was, was watching the aftermath and um, was, you know, was on the phone with, you know, some individuals just to, you know, check in, check in on our on our players because I'm, I knew they were they were watching it. So, yeah, it, uh, you know, it, it definitely it, it is definitely something that I think none of us will ever forget, and you know, it'll be one of those moments you'll know exactly where you were. And yeah. um, but the most important part is is Demar is uh, is making improvements. And how about the medical teams, coach? This is something we've oh, never yeah. we've never had this 
So we don't talk about it, and we probably overlook and don't give them enough credit. Like yesterday, it was just hitting me with the physicians giving the update and giving uh, praise to the CPR on the field and the response time and the minutes and seconds that were at play. I mean, you guys have an operation in place, and you obviously know more about it than us. I mean, huh, what can you say about the medical plans and the medical attention that that's in place for these types of things that saved saved his life. Oh, it's incredible, and it and it's um, and it's obviously was a key in us getting to this point. Uh, and if and if you've ever been around it personally, I mean, what what you talk about, you know, you know, happen, I don't want to call it performing, but you know, just to to, to be right on top of your yeah. responsibility in that moment. I mean, it, it's it's. Uh, it's remarkable uh, that they were able to do what they did and in response time. And, you know, it's uh, obviously is a, is a key part in, in him having an opportunity to recover. Coach, was there any discussion, you know, around the players, amongst the players of, of them uh, on your team of not wanting to even play this weekend? Um, that, you know, not, not that I've been engaged with, you know, but I, just like anything, um, you know, when we when we when we got in the room together, the biggest thing is I, I wanted them to open up and and uh, you know make sure that talking about what's on their minds and and um, you know from from the feedback that uh, I've been involved with, like you know I, I feel like it, that that's going on and um, and you know at the end of the day we had a we had a we had a pretty I'm gonna say a normal Thursday and uh, as far as the quality of work um, on the field and. Um, the players are engaged, so um, you know I, I think we're we're making progress and you know completing a week of preparation. Mike McCarthy here on the fan, coach. In all your years of of experience with the playoffs and heading into postseason, what we, we always try to figure out the formula for who's going to win it all. Is it the hottest team? Is it the healthiest team? Like what is on Mike McCarthy's uh, criteria list of the most important things? to end the regular season with heading into the playoffs for a championship contender? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's really the connection of, you know, of, of those variables and two of them that you talked about. I mean, you, you know, health is important uh, because if, because if you're not healthy, then, then now you're, you know, your, your challenges, you know, particular potential matchups that, you know, you, you wouldn't have to be as focused on if you, if you were healthy. So I, I think stating obvious, but the health, you know, the, the flow, um, the confidence of the team, I think all those things you know, play into it. You know, and I think the the way you, these these uh, playoff teams match up, you know, the importance of you know one one phase offense, defense, or special teams over another, and uh, just you know just got to be on top of your game and, and really play to to you know to what you've built over these these seventeen games. Um, so, but yeah, you're you know that's a, I'm huge in the ebb and flow and pace of operation mind speed and, and all those things because you know it's it's time to go play your you know your your best football game I mean, it's that's why I've always just admired you know the olympic athletes you know they they train 4 years for for that you know that one moment and, yeah and that's really what playoff football is uh coach What's your philosophy on scoreboard watching? Like in the middle of this game uh are you keeping an eye on what Philadelphia is doing will you let that impact you know playing time if they're up by you know three scores in you know in the second half well i just you know you brought just made me think, think of a kind of a funny memory but uh you know you, what's the memory well it's uh it's it's the super bowl but i i think it you know when you go into other stadiums i mean they they show the scores of the game so i mean i can sit here and say don't don't watch the scoreboard <laughs> and i've also been part of this situation where you know, we didn't. You know, we were playing at home. and just said, "Don't put the score on the scoreboard because you want the players to stay into the game." So, mm. I've seen it both ways. But I, I can remember when we were, we were playing in the Super Bowl, and, and it's the first. I think it was the first time in AT&T Stadium, and so you're trying to get the team ready for the for the game. And and I was like, "No, hey, make sure you're focused because you know I'm told they got this, you know, this unbelievably huge, <laughs> huge uh, jumbotron in there." And I said, "I don't want anybody staring at the damn board. Stay in the game." It's, you know. <laughs> making a big point of it. So we get out there for the game and the national anthem, just the way they had it set up. You know, I'm sitting there like looking at the jumbo trial, watching the national anthem. And like, I can, I hear, hear some guys giggling. I looked down and there's like three or four players laughing at me. Like, I thought you we were supposed to look at the board. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you know, that's why I can't, I can't, I can't see, I can't see what's going on. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part, you know, it's, it's part of it. I'm not going to make a huge deal out of it, but, um, but we are, we are, we're going in to win a game. And I think that's, you know, something about this league. It's so damn hard to win a game. And that's so true. It doesn't matter what week you're in. I mean, there's always motivation for, for both teams in a game, regardless of your record, regardless of your situation. Uh, there's always personal motivation that, that, that can bring a group together and, to go to go win a football game, and, and I believe that I've seen it happen over and over again. So uh, we just need to stay totally engaged, and and we're going to have 48 guys, you know, on the on the game day roster, and and uh, we need to use those 48 to go win the game. Do you know? I'm not asking you to name them, but do you know all the different scenarios, or do you like Ron Rivera caught some heat for apparently not being aware? Can you keep track of that stuff? Do you like keeping track of it, or it's just like simplify it, or don't tell me at all? Well, I, I think a lot of it's, uh, in, in just my view, I think it's wasted energy because, I mean, because, you know, two-way ties or three-way ties and all that. And I and I love numbers. I'm a, I'm a numbers, I'm a numbers uh, person. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally aware. I mean, it's just, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're the five or if we get help, we can, you know, move up to the one or two. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, it's pretty cut and dry for us. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we can only control you know, get the 13th win and, uh, and everything else will take, you know, by the time we get back to the locker room, you know, we'll, we'll have, we'll have probably all the information we need. Mike McCarthy, join us here. 105 through the fan are, are okay. So we've been discussing Dak's aggressiveness and his turnovers a lot lately. Do y'all put turnovers in different, like interceptions that are you know, like the one that was in Choppy, Tennessee. Choppy wants the league to reorganize right. interceptions. Like some of these where it's tipped off of someone and goes, like you shouldn't be counted yeah. towards the quarterback, but all these shows, not us because, right. you know, we're it's, us. We're smart. They're, uh, they're, they're going ahead and blaming Dak, and it's a big narrative that's still out yeah, there. Yeah, and I like to call like non-quarterback interceptions. Like do you all like when you're like evaluating, do you put those in different categories or do they all kind of go into one bucket? Uh, no, it's it's. It, I mean, it's done categorically, but it's because at the end of the day, it gives you specific information on how do you how do you improve, and and it's frankly, it's you know, it's it's been the same systematic uh, grading scale that, I, that I've been a part of since 1989. I mean, it's you have decision, you know, you have decision, um, you know, interceptions, and you and you break down the other criteria, and so in in your coach off it, but you know, it's it's just like anything. I mean, statistics are. Statistics are good indicators on what to make take a closer look at, and that's how I because the only true true statistics that are absolute are wins and losses. You know, so um, you know it's you know, and you either take care of the ball or you, or, or you don't. You know, you either take it away or you don't. So I mean, there's there's not a whole lot that you know that just completely tells the story. Um, there's always you know coaching components inside of each statistic, and, and that's that's clearly the case in in the interceptions. And I and I. You know, I mean, RJ, I'm 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 so impressed with the detail of your evaluation. Uh, yeah. If you want to jump in here on the league level and get this thing fixed, that, yeah. that's, he's an expert at trying to deflect blame, Coach. Yes. That's why he loves he loves that. this. He just doesn't want to accept any blame ever. Oh, okay, accountability issue. Huh? I, I yeah. wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> oh, I, I have I have huge accountability problems. Okay, huge huge problems. But I just you know I, yeah I, I just I hate when they just kind of all put it on the quarterback when. You know, it could be any number of factors that nobody outside, you know, the organization knows. Nobody knows what the play is. You know, you do, you do, but the rest of us don't. I just, I always found it unfair a little bit. Well, and and I, I think it's it's like anything. It's clearly, you know, that's why it's the, clearly the hardest position to play in football. Maybe you could make the arguments the hardest position to play in all sports. So, and 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 that's a big part of it. And you know, because there, there's always teaching moments and, and things to look at. That you know, emphasize particularly an individual component of your of your training uh, when when you're evaluating interceptions or any negative uh, play because it's you know it's obviously you don't want it to happen again but make sure you're on top of the why you know you know it's uh, if the receiver drops the route um, you know there's definitely you know, drops the ball on on a good route you know there's there's a there's there's a potential why to it so um, and at the end of the day it takes two to connect on 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 any route so the guy throwing it and the guy catching it so. Uh, it's just you know you just got to stay in tune with those and keep training and 
and uh, you, you'll definitely come out on the other side, with my experience. Is the Sam Howe prep similar to Dobbs last week with kind of a you know midweek or late-week decision to have to go and, and dig up some, some old college tape? Or what, what, how have you guys uh, prepped in regards to that, and what have you seen from Sam Howe? Yeah, very similar. Uh, you know, I you know I thought our personnel department did a nice job. You know, earlier in the week, and and then Dan and you know and the defensive staff were you know they were all over it you know, as soon as the news came out. So uh, there was some anticipation just so that the prep was done. And uh, yeah, and you know every every snap that he's put on video, uh, we we have access to it. So just to get his play style and you know his mannerisms and you know the type of player that he is at that position, you know that's that's always good information, but. You know, I, I've been impressed with the efficiency of their offensive uh, production. I mean, you look at the, the way they distribute the football. I mean, it, their perimeter, their perimeter groups is as good as anybody we've played all year. So, I mean, it's this is a this will be a heck of a challenge, and you know, I'm sure they're going to do things that that play to Sam, but also, uh, you know, you got to be ready for some aggressive opportunities that you know that they may take against, especially early in the game. Last thing, coach, is there any way you could have imagined? what T.Y. has has brought, and it feels like everything is coming in huge moments, third down, fourth down. I mean, is there any way you could have imagined the type of impact T.Y. Hilton has, has immediately brought? Oh, it's been awesome. You know, it really has. I mean, it's it's just, you know, when you when the player comes into your, into your programs, you know, especially that late, I don't think I've ever had that experience before. And uh, so the first, your first experience is to see his professionalism. Uh, just the around-the-clock, you know, approach to, to you know, learning the offense, and and then the second thing is the connection uh, that he established with the quarterbacks to get the timing and rhythm down, and, um, and then, uh, then the state the obvious is, you know, for him to go in and make huge plays in, in games, uh, just on the, sh- on, you know, just with a short list of opportunities. So yeah, he, he's he's been outstanding in his short time here. Good to have you back. Glad the uh, the good vibes have continued. Have a safe trip. And we'll do it again next week, Coach. We appreciate it, as always. All right. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. Mike McCarthy brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. He didn't get it. It went right over his head like Free Willy jumping out of the water. He didn't didn't stop us down on it. He was was just so – I think he missed us. I think he missed us a little bit. He did. He definitely missed us. He was just so – At least me. He loves you. I know. I do feel – which kind of scares me. There's been three coach signs this week that have scared me if I'm that fan base. One is Sark acting like a freaking idiotic maniac, uh, freaking out before the Longhorns ran out on the field. I'm like, mm, that, that shows me a little something right there. I can't remember the second one. Ron Rivera thinking they were going to play in the playoffs this Ron, weekend. Ron Rivera, that's that was pretty telling. And the fact that Mike McCarthy loves you so much makes me feel like we should get Sean Payton. Oh, no. Oh, no. How was your, your relationship with Sean Payton when he was here? Uh, did not have one. Did you ever interact with him when you were up there? No, that was like 04, 05. It was, yeah, 03 to 05, I think. Yeah, I was really, really in the infancy. I was not... Bill didn't really let you have a relationship with the assistants anyway. Yeah. How do you think, Bobby, we would get along? First off, we already said Mike McCarthy needs to stay unless something crazy happens. Based upon the regular season, the offense, and it really would be a roll in the dice in the playoffs and the compensation and personnel control. It's not going to happen here with Sean Payton, as the reports are, would need a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. But if it was Dan Quinn... Sean Payton on the weekly show with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. What do you think? Dan Quinn would who who, the, who would you connect with better, or yeah. who would give you the better interview? Uh, connect. Any way we could connect? Pro- probably Quinn. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton's not a bad interview. Like like he'll he'll give some insight sometimes. the The problem is is like he's a tyrant behind the scenes. So this is funny. We were I, I was out training or I, I was out with uh david robinson the wide receiver skills trainer while he was working out some guys during the offseason a couple years ago and little jordan humphrey was there the uh former longhorn who was with the saints and uh i was 
I was just filming some stuff on my cell phone, like like getting little clips for social media and stuff like that. And uh, little Jordan Humphrey saw me and didn't think anything of it. And then found out from D-Rob that I work for NFL Network and went into a full-on panic. Had like a coach wouldn't want my off-season workout stuff. No, the, you're, you're not going to post that, are you? Like coach, uh, and I was like, calm down, calm down, you're good. But he was, he was panicked wow. and thought of like oh my gosh coach Peyton's gonna be furious if he sees this end up on social media for he's a Parcells. I think at the time a practice squad receiver <laughs> he's a, a practice squad protege. receiver he is yeah and that's the Control only reason free. why people can't let go of the Peyton connection either I think is because Sean would like to I think outdo his his mentor in a spot in Dallas where he wasn't able to succeed to the level that he wanted and I think that Jerry has kind of always viewed it as like, oh, that was my high school sweetheart who I broke up with mm-hmm. when we went off to college. And like, you know, well, what could life have been like? And yeah. so that's why people can't look over it. But ultimately, I think it's a, you know, flirtation that will never amount to anything. Once once we figured out that McCarthy was not going to answer lineup changes, that's when, that's when our relationship thrived. I think we fought about Terrence Steele last year. That was that was the big fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then McCarthy, he was teasing another lineup change for the Cowboys offense on Sunday, but he would not comment on it. He said, I'm not talking about it. You guys do such a good job of finding it out anyways. That's what he said to the rest of the media. Any idea what he's referring to here? Uh, no, but I, I mean, it was it was something related to offense. I mean, it could be what, T.Y.? Uh, could it be that they... they do something different with the offensive line. Maybe yeah. they didn't like how Jason Peters played at left tackle or they thought Tyler Smith needs to stay at tackle. I don't know. He'll uh we'll we'll, we'll get KNC to get Jerry to tell us later today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jerry will be on with the fellas at 10:30, but we got to take coach out. We got to take coach out to thank him for the gold. Yeah, we do. I look, I mean, I, I, Mike Irvin, Mike McCarthy, the thank you dinners. The thank you dinners. We'll we'll, we'll, let, we'll let Mike Irvin pay. I uh yeah. Since I paid last time. Although Mike tried to get it for free. I loved it. He was arguing. He was debating. Yeah. And uh, Mike called the other day right after the show. And he's like, he was he wanted that T.Y. Hilton, C.D. Lamb picture. One of the Tolos dug it up and tweeted and said, is this it? And I just screenshot it. I texted it to Mike. He calls me. I'm like, uh-oh, we're going to talk about something. No, 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 He goes, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that photo? I've been looking at it. How'd you, how'd you get that? I'm like. Someone tweeted yeah. it to you, man. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And then I was like, are you going to be in uh, Arizona? He's like, yeah, I got to do first take right out the gate. Oh. And I was like, all right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Let's get together in Arizona. Maybe isn't, we'll have the Stephen A. Smith dinner. Isn't he Monday? He's Monday. We're no. not. We're really there. What, what, yeah, Monday. but he, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got to be there throughout the week. I would think so. NFL Network. Yeah, I would think so. Right? Uh, I mean, in theory, the only stuff he does with the network, though, typically is game day morning, right? So that's Sunday. So, I mean, in theory, he wouldn't have to hang I around. promise you. We need to get Mike to get us. A, we, Mike and Stephen A. with us at dinner. I promise you, Michael Irvin ain't flying to Arizona leaving and coming back. No. I promise you Mike will be okay. at all the events. Nobody loves planes more than Michael Irvin, though. He is on an airplane every dang day. He hates planes, though. I know. He hates flying, but he's on one every day. He's the yeah. fly jock. Good gosh. He'll, he'll be there throughout the week. Man, when I remember doing, he was doing the show, because he would leave, and he would do card shows like every weekend, almost every weekend. He'd be in El Paso. He'd be in Chicago, Houston, whatever. El Paso. And he, <laughs> that poor guy, 
He had more germs running through his body from being on those disgusting airplanes every week. The problem is we can't make plans with Mike because we got to wake up earlier and he won't show up till an hour after. He won't show up on time. Well, yeah, make a six o'clock dinner. He'll be there at 730. Yeah. Got to tell him six. Or say five and get there at six. Now, would you you skip that too? No, you would skip that one. Okay. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Just wanted to make sure. I, I'm very. I know Bobby's social laws. I am very direct about the the settings that I would would and would not go into. All right. What what's on the no 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 belt list? The no belt for list. the Arizona for the Arizona trip. I, there's nothing that I can envision we'd go do that I wouldn't take part in. Like there there's no scenario where I, th- I feel like I wouldn't show up to. It. I don't know that I would do the whole media party thing. That's the one that I don't know. Look, but I, I don't know what take, that's like. If you guys want to take me, I'll be right by your side the whole time. So, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't your mustache seen... have you on the no-fly list? Oh, oh I've seen don't. you in two social situations so far, and I've been extremely disappointed. Uh, you don't you don't look like you're ready to rage. You don't look like you're ready to cut loose. You you, you come into a fan event for 15 minutes, and then you go to a hibachi dinner. Like, you leave us Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. Uh, so, I, I haven't been impressed that you're ready to rage or uh, or, or, or go hard. This is This is the varsity. This is the varsity right here. Oh. Yeah, what we have. Yes, yeah, son. We, what uh, we 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 party on you're, a different level. You're Nashawn Wright. And yeah, you got good. Yeah, you know, you're you're you're, you're long, you're good size <laughs> for the position. <laughs> yeah, but you're just not ready. All right, so uh, that that's. I'm trying to think. Well, we'll 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 Super Bowl draft later on. I have something to prove. Uh, after Oxnard, uh, I got to go ahead and respond. Uh, after my reputation took a little bit of a hit, but we're su- we'll, we'll Super Bowl draft the social scenes for Arizona in a couple weeks. I'm ready. I'll be ready. I'll do. I'll 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 stay out each night, and I'll still turn around. I'll come in and do the five thirty segment with y'all each morning. Oh, look at that! Oh, nice of you. And it'll be four thirty local. Yep, four thirty local. All right, let's uh let's finish the rest of the words we're not allowed to use for twenty twenty three. Let's wrap that up, and then let's officially pick this game at eight o'clock. Right here on the fan, we got an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. Actually, you know what? Let's hook the Tolos up with it right now, the final one of the week. Well, let's do it, Sean. All right, Tolos, caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler live at the American Airlines Center on February 15th. Tickets are on sale right now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. All right, so here we go. Now, yesterday we discussed some of these banished words. These are the words that have been used and used and overused over the last couple of years that uh and this 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 university lake superior state puts this out every year since 1976 they superior put out superior state lake superior state okay um and they put this out every year since 1976 a list of the words you got to stop using like we've used them too much we've overused them let's stop using them yesterday went through some of them uh quiet quitting was one of them uh and that's you know you're uh, mailing it in yeah, it's you know, it's like you're you're trying to like just basically quit without actually quitting. So you basically stop taking on new tasks. It's it's goaded, as the kids would say. All right. It's a great way to do it. <laughs> uh speaking of, goat is another one people want to stop using. Everyone's now the goat. We fought with Babe Laufenberg. I fought with Babe Laufenberg over that yesterday. Uh Dirk is not the goat. Stop saying it. Yep. He is. He's, He's the Mavs goat. He's goaded. Um another one is gaslighting. All right, which I guess Bobby knows what it is. Bobby had to Bobby explain that. that. I, I'm so confused by the term. I thought it was like trolling you, trying to trigger you, but it's not. Manipulative, basically. Manipulative. Uh, wait, what? Question mark. That that phrase. Uh, okay, boomer, which my kid starts to call me now a little bit. All right. Um, we brought that up to Mike Golick Jr. with absolutely. his dad. Which you're not a boomer at all. I'm clearly not a boomer. I'm barely Gen X. Mm-hmm. I've made Gen X by like two years. Uh, organic. Uh, is another one. Oh, we're just gonna organically, uh, you know, uh, happen to you know fall into this great. Uh, we bring terrible. that up in radio all the time. It needs to happen organically. Yeah. Bring the laughs. Laughter's good. Free range whales. Free <laughs> range. <laughs> so that's what we've got, and now we've got some more. All right. Fake news. Yeah, I'm tired of that. I don't know. I think that's great. I love it. I love the fake news. <laughs> Everything's fake news. None of this is real. I'm tired of that. Okay. But that one's beat me down. Like That, that was tremendous. Because it's just a, tremendous. It gets thrown out, like, way too often. And it's like, okay. All right. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you guys. We need to get rid of that one. Uh, I like it. L-O-L. Nope, never getting rid of that. I never used it. I, I, I feel I feel like I can't use it. You can't it's lie. Soft. It's You're too, humorless. It's soft. Unless I'm... Mm. Are you... You don't laugh enough, Sean. Are you basing masculinity off of LOL. verbiage? L- of off of verbiage. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. I know I'll probably get in trouble for that. No, I can't. I can't. I can't as a man write LOL. I'm I the, can't. I'm the one guilty of the the memes or not. It's not even a meme. The the. I think that's a man see. card court. I think LOL is man card court. The thing you see now where people say, uh, "Stop tagging uh, things with LOL. Just say what you say and leave it at that or whatever." That's like become a social media push. I'm guilty of that. A lot of stuff that I say where it's just like, eh, this is a little bit, of, then I'll tag with like a LOL. Okay, just so you know, like this is not, but I use it as a tag of like, just so you know, I'm not being super serious about what I'm saying here. Like it's, I'm not literally laughing, but like, hey, this is a little more lighthearted than mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, see, I like LOLOL. Yeah, the LOLOLOL. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I that's really that. good. That's, that's really good. I think LOL on its own. See, if you, do you do you judge based on capitals? If there's a capital letter in it, is that really funny? If it's just LOL lowercase, is that condescending? I'll tell you what I can't do. I've got to generally, and I hate whenever I see it shows up in my text like I mess up. If I'm leading the text with LOL, I hate when it's the capital L and then it adjusts to lowercase as you keep talking. So it's capital L, lowercase OL. So I've either got to do all caps oh or all God. lowercase. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Human anxiety. That. Uh, <laughs> this one's not even actually a word, but it's on here. Irregardless. <laughs> yes. All right. Sherbert. Let's add Sherbert to that too. No, my my big it's pet- Sherbet, right? It's Sherbet. And yeah. people for some reason have said Sherbet for years. Well, people or Sherbert say, for people years. It's like caramel too. So are people and pecan and cement. Are people oh. so are people arguing that we're just misusing irregardless or that we should just get rid of it? It's not a word. It's not a word. Yeah, I, I know. That's yeah. why Oh that, yeah, that they're I just it, I just told you it wasn't a word. So they said I the, said that we're misusing it, like saying instead of saying regardless. So the the the, the basis behind this is these are banished words yeah. for misuse, overuse, okay. or uselessness. Okay. Here's my number one pet peeve with vocabulary. The people who say I couldn't care less versus no. could care less. They say I could care less. Oh yeah, because it's supposed to be I couldn't, care couldn't, less. couldn't. That's what I think yeah. of with regardless, irregardless. It drives me insane. I always correct. Oh my god, Amanda. Now, what's the word? She that gets people- so mad. I'm like, couldn't. She's like, because you're always saying that in an emotional, usually serious thing. I could, I could care less, and I go, couldn't. And she's like, what? I'm like, you couldn't care less. I love the. I'm a journalism major. Y o u apostrophe re asterisk. Put it like when you just when someone's on argue, Twitter. When someone's arguing, you just correct their, oh, correct their grammar. Especially if somebody sent you a really long rant, and the only thing you respond back with is that. Yeah. <laughs> that really that gets great. them going. That's yes. great. Yes. That's great. Uh, what? Oh, the other one I hate is supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, God, my buddy Jake says that. I'm like, <laughs> you're a teacher. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the worst. I don't like the. Uh, there's a lot of people who instead of saying escape, will say escape. That one gets espresso. Is that one? Oh, people gosh. say espresso. Yeah, yes. Terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave Wishnu, big time Tolo, uh, big time attorney, Longhorn attorney is the unfortunate part about Dave. The word literally is the most misused and overused word right now. Drives me crazy. I I, I use literally. I like it. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally that. But he says it's the most overused and misused. Pretty bad. It, it's overused it is, a it lot. It is overused. It is overused. Uh, next one. Moving forward phrase moving forward yeah that's a coach term it's coach term it's an email it's a big email term big time in the email world moving forward or per my last email yeah see that (laughs) moving forward in that in that use it's a passive aggressive like douchey thing to say the way sean was just talking about with coaches it's more kind of like we're gonna move forward and it's talking about like it's a a, just an overused cliche in terms of like moving past And at work it's like from now on don't do this anymore like, yeah. it, it, it always is correcting something. Oh, absolutely. From now on, don't do this. Moving forward. Yep. And then uh, last one. It is what it is. Oh, I love that. That's never going anywhere. I got a coffee mug that says that. Yeah? Yeah, we're not getting rid of that. It is what it is. It is what it is. And ben. my favorite one is that I like to tell people, if you don't get it, you don't get it. That's mine. That's my Sharif slogan. Those I thought yours was fair as F. Know. 
Oh, yeah, it should be. I got a couple slogans. Fair as F is my number one, but you don't. someone's like, I don't understand why you, and I go, you don't get it? You don't get it? You don't get it. It is what it is, but it depends on what your definition of the word is. Is. Thank you, President Clinton. What You're does welcome. that mean? Appreciate oh, that was a reference. <laughs> okay. We're hey, playing Bo- D.C. this week. Bobby. Oh, I did not have. The <laughs> Dark Roast, by the way, is coming up at 840. Oh, I got to do this again, huh? Probably the biggest <laughs> laugh of the morning. The Dark Roast at 840. We're going to pick the game at 8. But people want your movie review from 24 hours ago. When we were talking yeah. about psycho sports parents. Yeah, I got to let me pull up the exact title of this because this is the longest. Normally, I can easily just remember the title of a movie, uh, but this one was out of control. Uh, the title of this movie, which we, we had a Tolo call in yesterday, and the positively true adventures of the alleged, that's another thing, alleged, of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom. That's the name. Of, it looked like a Jeopardy question. It did. It did look like a Jeopardy question. So, and it's it's great. It's kind of like a dark comedy. So here's the thing: we had a kind, total, kind well, of dark. well, well, yeah. you'll hear no because it's kind of a comedy. Like like there is some they they do make it a little offbeat and funny. But uh, we had a Tolo call in yesterday when we were talking about out of control youth sports parents and things like that because of the U.S. soccer and, story. And he couldn't tell us exactly what due to legal reasons, but he just said that his aunt had tried to hire a hitman to have a a cheerleader killed so that her daughter could get onto the cheer squad. And he said there was a Lifetime movie about it. So I know, Chop, you said Death of a Cheerleader. So Death of a Cheerleader is what? That's a very popular one. And so I thought it was that one too, but I looked that up. That's a different storyline. Apparently that's like the outcast girl wants to take out the the cheerleader is that story, Like, like kind of jealousy. So the only story I could find was about Wanda Holloway and she was a mother just outside of Houston who tried to get her ex-brother-in-law to hire a hitman to take out either the daughter, the the the, the girl that's on the cheerleading squad, or that girl's mother. That, oh, then she'll be so distraught, she'll quit the team, and she'll be able to get on. Uh, but I found the the movie. It's an HBO movie. It was an HBO miniseries, uh, like 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 just a one off TV movie in 1993, starring Holly Hunter. Okay, and she actually won a Golden Globe for it. It won a couple Golden Globes for writing oh. and uh, best actress for Holly Hunter, best actor for Bo Bridges, and man, it's it's good. And she's so great in it. Holly Hunter, who is what like I think is a really good actress. Holly Hunter nails the whole like. Texas cheer mom, Texas PTA oh, yeah. mom, like yeah. just crushes it in terms of like my wife has done PTA before. I've seen Holly Hunter's character. That's why I love that show, Friday Night Tykes, so oh, much. I my was so, so disappointed Friday Night Tykes got taken off of TV with this topic. So this is this is a this is a, a real story that happened. Um where uh and, and it seems like they they keep pretty true to life with it. Um, but she basically is all about trying to live vicariously through her daughter. She grew up in a very strict upbringing, kind of wanted to be a cheerleader herself. Parents never let her do it, never do any of that. So she gets her daughter, and that's like the apple of her eye. They pay for all this, you know, uh, gym gym training and everything yeah. else. Oh, I can't wait for that day. And I'm vicariously through my kid. What, what I ultimately can't wait to act like I'm six two? What ultimately sets her off is an instance where. As you're trying to like, hey, you know the uh, like the, when they hand out pamphlets or like, hey, here's my sticker, get, you know, vote for me to get to the cheer yeah. squad or whatever. Uh, the school tells her we're not handing out items this year, just leaflets. And this is after she, as a broke mother, had already spent like 500 bucks on rulers with her daughter's name on it, so she hasn't passed them out anyway. One of the mothers basically snitches on her, gets her daughter kicked off the cheer squad, and then she's like, I could kill this lady, <laughs> and so that's what she does. She she calls up her bro- her ex-brother-in-law, who's kind of a shady character or a formerly shady character, a little reformed, uh, and he pretty quickly goes, this woman is crazy, and I need to go to the FBI or the police or whoever would listen to me. And so they worked with him. He had to wear a wire in, in these uh, in, in the car meeting with her and getting her to, to talk about everything that she wanted to do. But it's twisted, man. And then and the real story, this happened in 1991. She didn't actually end up in with a judgment and in prison until 1997. So four years after this movie was even made. And she's actually out now. She, after a couple of years, was given the rest of her sentence as Whoa. probation. So she's out. And I think it said, what I saw last night said she lives in New Mexico now. But it's coming to HBO Max soon. It wasn't on the streaming service. I had to find it on YouTube. Oh, man. But if you YouTube the positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom, 
it's great, and Holly Hunter is fantastic. I it. went down to HBO Max rabbit hole the way down. You want to get me in a rabbit hole? Give me a church cult story. And I power Church watch. cult? Church cult. This is why I missed the beginning of Bill's Bangles. And I don't know this is new. This is this is in Tennessee, the cult of Gwen Shamblin. There was another similar story that was done that was amazing. My wife says there's a third one we have to watch, but this was HBO Max, The Way Down. It's 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 someone said that here's this line. The easiest and best way to make money, start a religion. Oh yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Chop, it's epic. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's like what people think with Joel Olstein and uh-huh. all that stuff. It's amazing. Go watch Going Clear. You ever seen Going Clear? I don't think that so. That documentary? That one is, you know, you don't, you don't want the, the power to get cut off here, but that one's great about uh, L. Ron Hubbard and, and everything uh, that Scientology created. The five things RJ wants to see on Sunday. Let's pick Cowboys Commanders. This show has been red hot with the selections, especially me, next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 